this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else.
It was brutal, it was cruel, it was business as usual, heaven, it was hell. Used to wonder if I lived to see 12. When I did, I figured that I was immortal. Loved to dance, but couldn't make it to the formal. Couldn't bear watching my imaginary girlfriend bust a move with any other dudes. Tone look was talking about a wild thing, but I was still caught up with some child things. Scared of a god who couldn't spare the rod, it was clearly a brimstone and fire thing. Pyromaniac, kleptomaniac, couldn't explain my desire to steal that fire. Now I added to my rider, like, please, oh, please don't throw me in that patch of briar. It was the best of times. It was the end of times. The school counselor was clueless, because I never skipped classes. Perfect attendance, imperfect accent, speech impediment they could never really fix. And I fake bad eyesight, so I could wear glasses. Considered doing something that would cripple me. Wanted a wheelchair, wanted a sympathy, wanted straight teeth, so then came braces. Four years of headgear helped me change the face. I'm sitting in my uh, my my driveway, um, getting ready to. I was uh, recording an episode of uh, of Comic Book Noise. I'm sitting in my driveway. Um, I just dropped Stephen off. Pulled up. Sitting in my driveway. And I'm just talking. Um, sitting in Patty's car, and all of a sudden, I don't know where. I see somebody walking towards a car out of the corner of my eye. Now they're walking across my neighbor's lawn walking right towards where I'm sitting. And at first, you know, I, I, I thought it was him. So I didn't pay much attention to the person that was on, would look like they were on the porch. Uh, but he's walking right towards me with a dark object in his hand. You know, I mean, and it's, it's, it's light, but I couldn't see because number one, I was looking at the corner of my eye and number two, there's some condensation on the window. So even when I turned my head, I couldn't tell what was going on. All I know is somebody was coming at me with what looked like a gun. Um, man, that kind of rattled me. <laughs> Turns out as a meter reader and he was holding his, um, his meter reading machine. But it's like, what the fuck? I could have, oh man, I thought I was about to get jacked again. Um, oh, my hands are shaking right now and my heart rate is flying. And I know some of you may be thinking, oh, what are you, what are you doing? You're just overreacting. The, uh, let me take a picture of this. <laughs> so you can see. Out of the, you can see the the scene out of the window. You're not gonna see him because he's gone now. But the um, album art, and I don't know if you'll be able to see it. 
clearly because the condensation is starting to clear up. But it looks all right. But the Almart is what I was seeing. And I just imagine seeing this out of the corner of your eye. Imagine seeing somebody, a dark shadowy figure who you don't recognize coming at you with something in his hand. Um, I'm actually starting to, to, to calm down. My head is still pounding now. The adrenaline is not good for somebody who's hypertensive. It's just not. Um, they probably wonder why I'm making such a big deal about this because I have been carjacked before. Um, I had borrowed my grandmother's car and I just took a ride up to the store. It was right on the corner. Um, I went to the store and there was some kids using a um, payphone. Right? There's like five or six of them. So, you know, I didn't think much of it. Uh, I parked, um, kind of away from the door because all the parking spots were taken up. Got my beer, and when I came out, the kids were gone, so eh, no big deal. Didn't think, like I said, I didn't think twice about them. Uh, started getting my car, and all of a sudden, somebody comes up right behind me and hits me in the head with the butt of a, with the butt of a gun, right? Least I'm assuming it was a gun. I, I don't know, because when they hit me, my glasses flew off, and they're like, Give me the keys. And I'm looking right at him, but I can't see shit because I don't have my glasses, right? All I see is just like four or five amorphous blobs. They're like, give me the keys. And I'm like, why did you hit me? You know, (laughs) which at the time made perfect sense. I don't know why the hell because they always say give up the keys. You know what I mean? A car is just not worth it. Um. And I don't know if I don't know if I had like a big whine in my voice. Part of me likes to think I just said, "Why did you hit me?" But you know, another part of me is thinking I said something. Like, Why did you hit me? And I'm not sure. <laughs> oh man, um, I haven't talked about this in a long time. When they uh, they say give me the keys, you know, I still had the beer in my in one hand, and. Um, I took the keys and I threw them as far as I could (laughs) away from me. You know, I threw them in one direction and I took off running in the other. Um, Two of the guys went after the keys and two of the other ones, yeah, two or three, I'm not sure, went after me. Uh, Now, this was before I, you know, ballooned up. (laughs) I was still only like... Maybe 160, 170, 175 at the most at that time. Um, and I was pretty fast back then. There was no arthritis. There was no um, no asthma to slow me down. It was just, you know, raw power. <laughs> um, and as I'm running... Uh, I turned back to see you know, who's following me. There was a couple of guys who were following me. And there was one that was that almost caught up with me. He was like within arm's length. And I'm sitting, sitting there and I'm looking. And I'm like, I've got a bottle. I can hit him upside his head right now. And as I'm looking at the bottle and I'm looking at him, he must have realized, oh, shit, I'm too close. You know, because he was the closest one. The rest of them were like way back there. They just like 
took like two or three token steps and then just left. And I guess he was like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. Um, and then that's when uh, he realized, oh, shit, he could hit me with the bottle. And so then he stopped what he was doing. And then I stopped. And then that's when the other guy said, we found him. And they got the keys. And he had ran back and I ran off in the other way. And they got in the car and they just took off. Um, and then I had to go back to find my glasses. You know, and I think that there was somebody who was like, who had seen what had happened. They seen where my glasses are went or something like, I'm not even sure how that went, but, um, I got my glass. I don't even really remember that now. I don't know how I got them. I think somebody said here, here are your glasses. Or when I went back, they were near where I was standing. But anyway, it wasn't like some kind of organized crime ring or anything. It was just a bunch of doofy kids looking to joyride. Like I said, there were, I was outnumbered. I'm not going to sit up here and say I fought off five guys because obviously I didn't. I threw the keys and ran like a little bitch. And I have no problem with admitting that. But um, they could have just asked for the keys <laughs> and brandished their weapon, whether it was a gun or it was a lead pipe or whatever you know i'm not taking on five on one for what's not my car okay but they hit me and i was not gonna make it easy for them so yeah i mean if it was a gun they could have fucking shot me and i didn't even think about that um quite frankly if they had rushed me instead of going for the for the keys um i would have got my ass beat a lot worse than it was um, as it was, uh, I had to get a few stitches in my head. Um, like one of my ears is split. In fact, uh, if you look really closely, you can, you can see that one of my ears has a slight point to it, a slight edge to it that the other one doesn't. Um, and I have a big scar behind my ear that's almost gone now that I feel back there. But, um... Yeah, I can still feel it, but it's, it's it's almost gone. But so those scars are gone. And I can't remember, even remember how long ago that was. Oof. I was still skinny. <laughs> um, but I can't think if this was before or after I went to college. I want to say it was before. I want to say that. Yeah, because after that, um, when I was recovering, um, I stayed with my dad for a while on his couch. Um, simply because I just wanted to get away from that neighborhood. In fact, I don't think I lived there again. I think I might have gone back to stay with my grandmother for like a week or two maybe. But I never lived there again. I never lived on that in that part of Detroit. Um they uh, ended up getting the car back a couple of days. Oh, wait a minute. But when I went to the hospital, this much I do remember. When I went to the hospital, um, which I will never go to another emergency room again, you know. Um, I can't say that because I've been to the emergency room since then. But I hate emergency rooms, you know. At least at that time of day. Because <laughs> at that time of day, I, um, I forgot how I got there. No, we got a, a ride. 
Shit, I can't I can't remember anything about that day now. I don't know how I got to the hospital. Um we went in through the emergency room. I didn't have insurance. That much I do remember. Um, I don't remember filling any paperwork. Um, I think my grandmother went with me. I'm not 100% positive about that. Uh, all I remember is that when I went there, they gave me a local anesthetic. And I sat there so long that it wore off. So by the time the guy came around to doing the stitches, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel that. You know, and so he gave me a little bit more and he sat there like he was pissed at me that I had to get my head stitched up. Right. And then when he started again, I could feel the needle going into my ear and I could feel him pulling at it. And I'm like, I can feel all of this, you know. And I don't know if he thought I was lying or what, but he gave me some strong stuff. I want to say lidocaine. Um, which numbed my ear long enough for him to 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 do the sewing but i could still feel like him tugging at my ear you know it didn't it didn't numb everything it numbed that one little part and that one little 5 cc shot cost me like 5 600 dollars you know i mean yeah greatest fucking healthcare in the world right if you can afford it and this was way back in the 90s all right um early 90s because i haven't i hadn't even met my, my ex-wife by that time this may have been late 80s jeez i do not remember anyway um so i went over my dad's house and then they they caught the kids like the next day um it was weird because they didn't really take anything I think they like spilled a bunch of beer in the car and they like burned cigarette holes in one of the seats. Um, but they caught one of the kids. I couldn't identify him because the only one that I saw was the one I was face to face with. And I couldn't see him that clear because I didn't have my glasses on, you know. But I think they got him to, to plead guilty and I think, or, or what. I don't know. You know, my, my grandmother probably would have known more about that at that time. Um to be quite honest with you, nowadays, I'm not sure that her mental acuity is as sharp as it needs to be. Uh, anyway, hold on a second. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and switch out these batteries. Find the worst in drugs and crime with justice went to go blind Spending time in the Where the preacher shows the end of time By pointing out ghetto signs Etched out in chalk lines It's the pick up or drop a dime Either way the cops are fine Cause they be working overtime Every time it's the With streets are unkind The residents feel confined So say it's just a state of mind And the marked out with clear borders Crumbling brick and mortar Where the water is colored and cost a quarter It's the young runners taking orders Young gunners cause disorders Young studners living short Cause the slaughter in the way you bought a piece of pussy you ain't order And nobody taught her leaving mothers raising children of their daughters Far away from the reporters with the cameras and recorders With no supporters, crack games, top and border
never finish it Except for jail, we don't complete sentences A new meaning of penmanship The block crew has its benefits See growth in its membership But Rico law means nobody's innocent Where hope is an invalid And despair is so diligent Serve your fill of it just for the thrill of it Foreigners on all the businesses Locals take out the witnesses No peace in this earth and 50 Christmases Where food stamps are collected Health is neglected, death is expected Where church and liquor stores are erected Full of strung out and infected Where broken dreams are collected And flaunted with a gold necklace Police are running reckless You one thing on their checklist Then you're suspected and inspected Politicians say they can't correct it Their help don't expect it So when they elected, our views rejected Escaping it, corporations steady raping it. We keep police taping it. The gang tags are defacing it. Gentrification is reshaping it. The rich are displacing it. The suburban kids dream of tasting it. Drug shopping is the place to win. Cause nicks and dimes pay the rent. Though America's shy and facing it. We need to start embracing it. I'm hell bent on erasing it. The it's an abnormality that we've accepted as reality The pain and brutality The nuisance of morality An understanding of frugality Could bring about a new vitality The when war besides fight neutrality Understanding commonality Ghetto is a nationality And don't take life so casually Is this a fallacy? A new world, no, a new galaxy like that song which of course i don't know what it is yet um excuse me uh so that was me getting carjacked uh i don't really remember a whole lot about it um (laughs) i remember uh one time I did not have my license. Uh, I was in a car accident. My car was totaled. But because it was a Sunday, a Sunday and I had an appointment with the insurance guy on Monday, I'm the one who got the big ticket. Okay. Uh, I want to say like I was on the hook for like seven or $8,000 that I did not have. Uh, and I tried to pay, but eventually I just, I just couldn't. So they took my license. My license was suspended for non-payment, which to me is is, is kind of bullshit. You know, I don't see why the state gets involved in a case like that. 
Um, if it's a private dispute, um, why is the state going after my license? That that that's one thing that's never quite made sense to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> it cost me what thirty dollars. I had a thirty dollar ticket for not having insurance. Uh, thirty dollars for not having registration. Um, but they kept, but I kept my license. This time around, I they take my license. I didn't pay a private citizen. Eh, anyway, so I, I, you know, I was, I felt really bad. They suspended my license. I took the bus for a while, but after I was like, "Fuck it," <laughs> I drive good enough, and I did. I drove good enough, so I didn't have a license for like seven years. You know, um, and one day. I was coming back from my mother's house. Right now, by the way, I had a car during the during the seven years. Right? Um, and on my mother, well, used to be where my where my mother lived when it, when coming by her house, um, coming back from her house, going towards my house. Uh, there's this uh, freeway called the Davidson Freeway, and it is mostly straightaway. Okay. So most guys, most young guys would come, when we get on the freeway, there's like Davidson Avenue. There's this little turn, and when you get off that turn, you're on the freeway, and it's nothing but straightaway. Um, so most guys, we just get on there, and we floor it. And I know that I was going like 70 for like a quarter mile, I think it is, before you, you can actually make a turn one way or the other, um, or go straight. And I was just going, you know what? I'm flying. I'm like, you know, fuck this. I'm going I'm to take this other. I'm going to take this overpass. I'm going overpass doing another freeway. So I'm going there and I'm flying and I take my foot off because eh, you don't want to go on an overpass doing, doing 70, right? And when I take it off, I look in my rearview mirror and there's a car with the bubble lights on top. They weren't on. And I'm just like, oh, shit, did he see me? Oh fuck! I don't have my license, and my I could feel my heartbeat through my eyeballs. All right, I just knew I'm getting a ticket, and I don't, you know, I'm speeding, no insurance, no registration. Um, the license plate was in somebody else's name. I don't even know where I got those tags from. To tell you the truth, I was a I was a shitty dude back then. All right. And so I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. He's got me dead to rights. Um, and, and my foot was off the gas pedal, so I'm just slowing down because I know any second those lights are going to come on and I'm going to go to jail. Um, no, because he, he passed me up and I saw the fucking fire, you know, those, those fire chief mobiles. So I'm just going, it's like, oh, God. Man, oh, man. There's absolutely nothing that feels better than uh, dodging massive bullets, impossible ch- massive bullets, massive uh, <laughs> tickets and fines uh, and end up going to a uh, possibility of going to jail. I know because I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a criminal. I'm not those crime types. Um, I've been a victim of violent crime. Um, I've been a, com- a committer of civil crime, apparently. Um not felonies and stuff like that? No. No. Um, 
I don't even really fight. I fought to protect somebody one time. And that was the last time I fought to protect another human being. And oof. I can't remember when this was either. Yeah, I can't remember when this was either. Um, but I wasn't living on the north end of Detroit. I was living... Well, see, if you're not from this area, you may not realize this. But there are pretty much... I want to say three sections of the city of Detroit. Now, one of them is kind of iffy, but there's the uh, east side, the west side, and um, right in the middle is a street called Woodward. Okay, now Woodward is usually the dividing line between east and west. However, um, if you go down Woodward in Detroit, you run into a city called Hamtramck. Excuse me, Hamtramck, jeez, what am I talking about? Called Highland Park, which is right in the middle of the city of Detroit. Okay, it is a total separate entity. It is not the city of Detroit, but it's right in the middle of the city of Detroit. All right. That used to be one of Detroit's most northern suburbs. Okay. Um, in fact, the <laughs> it's funny, most people don't realize this, but the um, the high school, Northern High, that I you know, my high school alma mater, um, that used to be the northernmost high school in the city of Detroit. And if you look at it now on a map, it's like right dab smack in the middle. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, right underneath Highland Park. But that whole section right underneath Highland Park is called the North End. All right. I mean, and that's where I lived from, you know, a lot of my formative years. I lived in the north end of Detroit. Um, that's where I got carjacked. Uh, when I got into the fight that I was protecting someone else, and like I said, it was the last time I've ever done anything like that, and the last time I probably ever will do anything like that. Um, you know, if you're not my kids, you're not Patty, um, yeah, you're on your own. I'm not going to. Even then, I don't know if I'd get into a physical altercation. Um Probably, but I don't know. I'll try to talk my way out of it first. But, uh, <laughs> I remember, in fact, I still have a knot on the back of my head from that. And that was like oof, maybe 20 years ago. Maybe 20? Maybe a little less than 20. I'm not sure. Um, and I think, I suppose you could say that was the closest I've come to uh any kind of felonious behavior uh well there's another one but i'm not talking about that and that really i was just i was just a driver in that situation um ah <laughs> uh, shitty dude shitty dude if you ever meet me in person and we're sitting around and you're having a beer um yeah i might mention that story just just, <laughs> just ask me about the time i was a driver unless you're um bill McCune, who's a uh, law enforcement officer and i don't know what you're talking about officer <laughs> anyway um yeah because i'm mostly just i don't know just a regular guy just out here doing a bunch of regular things i've always been that way um but yeah been a victim of crime um Civil crime, no, no felonies. And this time, when that guy came around that corner, I thought 
you know, and I'm I'm thinking I was about to get jacked because if you're going to jack somebody, then, you know, and they talk about this on the news every now and then. It, usually people get jacked sitting. Well, not usually, but sometimes people in the suburbs or I mean, now they get jacked sitting in their um, driveway, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm sitting in my driveway. Um, I just came home from dropping the kids off. So, you know. A lot of people do that um, at least once or twice a year. You know, you hear stories, um, whether it's local or national, about somebody, especially in wintertime, warming up their car and a jacker will come out and just shoot him in the head and take the car. And that's what I th- that's what I thought was about to happen now. You know, um, man, <laughs> I'm calm now, but oh, I was scared.
And welcome to Comic Book Noise. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com and is a part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. Um, comic Book Noise. Oh, you can send that feedback by sending an uh, email, by either sending an email to Derek at comicbooknoise.com, that's D E R E K. Or by calling the audio comment line, which is uh, 734-331-0772, I think. Um, I think I finally have that thing memorized. Uh, Comic Book Noise is a part of the... uh, Sorry, League of Comic Book Podcasts. You can go to comicbooknoise.com slash league. And since I haven't mentioned it in a while... Uh, we also have a, a comic book podcast wiki at comicbooknoise.com slash wiki. All right, that's enough of that. Um, in case you can't tell, I'm in my car. I actually dropped my son off from school. And um, I'm going home. And since there are people in the house who are trying to sleep, I am going to uh, probably sit in my um, uh, thing. What's that thing called? Uh, driveway and uh, <laughs> and do a quick little show. Hopefully the batteries don't die out. But if they do, I have fresh batteries in my pocket. So there you go. This is a podcast that was meant to happen. Out of all my other podcasts that I've ever done in my entire life, this is the one that I um, make contingency plans for. You know, because uh, in the past I would carry batteries around in my pocket um, just because I like to carry batteries around in my pocket you never know when you end up at a strip club and you want to start a riot Uh (laughs) Uh, all right let's talk about some comic books all right uh, as you know probably remember I have been unemployed since July in fact the weekend before my birthday you bastards um not you who are listening but you who have uh deprive me of income, monetary income. Um, one of the first things that I did, one of the first things I always do when I'm unemployed, uh, I'm just sure we call it an open-ended unemployment, is I, um, I stopped getting comic books. That's just uh, the responsible thing to do. When it was just me, I could uh, get away with... Uh, When it, well, when it was just me, I didn't have any bills. You know, my 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 main expense uh, for a long time was my comic book bill. All right, and this was back when comic books cost uh, you know less than two dollars um, at the very least, uh, less than at the very most I should say less than uh, two fifty, fifty, fifty. Um, but it was uh, it was quite a long time ago, and now that's no longer the case. Um, comic books are expensive. I have a family, and I can no longer justify uh, not being able to pay some of my bills. And I don't have a whole lot of bills. I'm just pointing it out. But I can't justify I can't justify the the, the twenty dollars a week. On a light week, you know. So, um, 
what that means is that there are certain miniseries, limited series, um, that I will not be able to finish in trades. Now, excuse me, in single issues, I'll have to go to trades, which kind of bums me out. Um, simply because there's like one issue left, you know, and that's uh, the Great Ten. Number nine is is an issue that I don't have. Whoa. All right, I'm done podcasting. Oh, my God.